and welcome to the Let's Not Panic podcast. We're two practical people chronicling a pretty impractical trip from San Francisco to Patagonia. We're trying not to panic. If you're just joining us, I'm Maggie. And I'm Adam. And we're a married couple who've quit our jobs, given up our lease, and hit the road in a Toyota 4Runner that's now our home. That is now our home. Actually, this time. Yeah. It's so exciting. That's the first time in like six episodes. Yeah, it's been a really, really long it's time. Been so long. It was very, very brutal to just have to be in flux and not know when the car was actually going to come. I think both of us got to a point where it didn't seem real. Like it didn't seem like the car was actually going to get here. And it was just like, okay, what what do we have to do now? What's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, I think now? the unreality feeling came from all the kind of strange and senseless rules that Colombian bureaucracy had to offer. Yeah. And so they'd be like, oh, this can happen, but it'll take this long. And this can happen, but this is this and that and the other thing or something. And none of them made any kind of sense. And to me, that made the whole thing feel like an exercise in make-believe that was going to end with them being like, actually, your car sank in the ocean about three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That car? <laughs> oh, that We that crushed container? that car. <laughs> it's gone. We sold it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could have been... They could have easily just told us that and it would have fit in exactly perfectly with the whole narrative that we had heard up to that point. But we have Shadow now. Yeah. And it kind of, for me, completely undid the whole uh, feeling of just being completely lost and scared. As soon as we had the car and it was a real thing, I felt not as angry anymore, (laughs) not as confused. Uh, I think Maggie took a little more adjusting time, but I'm still adjusting. Yeah, I don't. I like still kind of can't believe we finally got him. Yeah. So we were supposed to get him on Monday, about a week ago. Yeah, it was going to be three days after we recorded the last episode. Yeah, and we were like, no big deal. Okay, so then we go there, and for some reason, or we didn't have the signature. Everything was cleared. We'd been inspected, etc. But there was one high up uh, person within customs who needed to just sign a piece of paper so that we could take it out and she just wouldn't do it. So Monday she apparently just wasn't there. The, uh, the story we heard was that people from the Bogota office, which mm-hmm. is the capital, yeah. were coming and visiting her and she's the director of the department in Santa Marta um, and she was just having to show them around, which apparently means just neglect all of her duties for the whole day. And there's no <laughs> one else who can sign it. So yeah. we were like, what happens if she's out sick? No answer. Anyway, not a great system, not a sustainable system. So one day goes past and we're, we were supposed to get our cars. Like we were told by the person we hired, we did end up hiring a customs broker. I think that was Camilo. right. Camilo. I hope he's not listening because I think we might have a few bad words to say about Camilo. No, ultimately, I don't really have anything bad yeah. to say about Camilo. And it, we'll, we'll get to that, yeah. the, the beef I had. Um, but we, we hired a customs broker, and it was all supposed to be fine, and he told us, almost certainly, you will have the car on this Monday. day, on Monday. Um, and then, except for if the director just decides not to do her job for a whole yeah. day. Which was not his fault. Not his and fault. And there was um, two other people in the same boat that we were Mm-hmm. Uh, not literally, but who were just waiting on a signature from her had containers with their cars inside. Yeah. And oh, no, no. just couldn't get we it. We didn't have a container. The point is, we, so the process is first they have people uh, take out the car. Right. You, you have to right, strip right. the container. So we had already done that. Yeah. The container was empty, yeah. returned back into circulation. So we weren't at risk for being charged demurrage. And then our car was essentially just sitting in a parking lot in... Ready to go. Like I got to ride in the car on Monday morning and move it to the right place. But then not take it. And then Tuesday, he's like, I'll call you in the morning. And we didn't hear from him probably till like 2 p.m. Yeah, we did the inspection. That was the second step. Uh, I went and met uh, a Dion, uh, D-I-A-N, which is the customs here in, in Columbia, inspector. And she was super lax. The inspection, I was so worried that the inspection was going to be. Was that Carol? Yeah, that was Carol. And she was really nice to me. And she completely understood immediately. She looked at the vehicle and it's like, okay, you're, you're tourists. tourists. This is a real thing. You're not here smuggling guns into Colombia. Or money. Um, so she like barely even looked in the car. Where I was, I have had anxiety nightmares that they were going to hack apart our drawer system. That could still happen at any one of the border yeah, crossings we yeah. still have ahead of us. So our drawer system, it doesn't 
you can't look inside like where the drawer tracks are. There's no way to actually see inside it. The drawers don't come out. They're permanently mounted in there. So you'd have to uh, dismantle it in some form. And I don't have a power drill. And if, <laughs> if it comes down to it, it's just like, all right, well, time to hack it apart with some sort of axe because I do have an axe, but I'm not going to tell them that. But um, I was just, I was having anyway. nightmares about them searching every single thing. And she yeah. took like five minutes and she's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Um, but so then. We totally could have smuggled in guns. She would not. That's all I'm saying. Settle down. <laughs> she would not. Uh, the director still wouldn't sign, or I think. Yeah, so Carol it, signed off, but she needed her boss to sign off. And it turned out to be because of the same problem we had in Cartagena. Well, well first of all, another day goes by. A whole right. other day. So That's this true. is the second day. A whole day. other day. And this is where I get a little mad at our um, our agent, because the other people that we mentioned that were other also... Tourists. The other tourists that didn't hire a customs broker yeah. were also in the same boat as us, like we mentioned. And we ended up at the very end of the day going back to the DN office ourself yeah. and just trying to see what was going on. And also our, our customs broker said he was there waiting no, he wasn't. and he wasn't waiting. <laughs> um, but who was there was the, uh, the other two uh, tourists and they told us that they had just gotten the signature. They yeah. found out how to do it. They, they got somebody that worked in the office to go meet the director where she was and just get the by signature being there and by being persistent. Yeah. By just doing the job that we hired Camilo to do <laughs> anyway, um, they were able to. And so after that happened, I told Camilo, I was like, Hey Camilo, they, these people that and don't have an agent that day. got their car. They just got their car. They got the signature. And then immediately he got more information and the ball moved forward again because he did the same thing. He, he contacted an agent. So that's when I was like really, really angry and upset. But you know, that's just another day's, Delay. I think ultimately Camilo cost us like a day and our American shipping company cost us closer to a month. Yeah. So if we're going to choose someone to be mad at. So at the very <laughs> end of the day, after I did that, you know, I kind of prodded Camilo and was like, hey, you can get the signature in this manner. He did tried to do the same thing. And then the director said, no, I can't sign this. There's a problem. There's 529 <laughs> pieces in the container. <laughs> And uh, apparently they only see one. And I don't even know what her beef was because that doesn't make she any sense. She was making up beef yeah. by that, the end because she was like, oh, you didn't declare everything in your car when you flew in on a plane So you jumping ahead, jumping prior. ahead. So we get rejected that evening yeah. and we're, you know, I'm just filled with rage. And Maggie tells me like, you know, maybe what would make you feel better <laughs> is to write it, write a letter down, like, <laughs> write what you would say to Camilo if you if you could just you know you just do that like exercise an angry boyfriend and email <laughs> usually i would just scoff and be like that's a dumb idea get get out of here with your frou frou like emotion talk but i really needed it and i listened and i wrote like a two it was page, so long and then i was like will you read it and i was like will it make you feel better if i it, read it it really did actually <laughs> she read it out loud to me i was like yeah good point adam yeah <laughs> Well said. <laughs> oh, uh. brother. So <laughs> then the next day, we have an appointment to go meet her. In person, in the director. Person, early in the morning. Um, and we go. And she just starts throwing up the weirdest red flags where she's like, well, you didn't declare it when you flew in on a plane and you can't ship personal items yeah, in a shipping container. We were like, what? She's, for some reason, she was like, oh, the car, that's fine. It's the stuff inside of it. You have coats yeah. and clothing in you there. Could, it's like, well, You could we, drive away with the car right now, but you'd have to leave all your stuff. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And I, I was just, she was, seemed to be drawing... Uh, some sort of line between the car and the stuff we had inside it that we could have carried in our bags but didn't. Yeah. Like we could have flown in with our coats inside the bags, but I don't think she understood. I like if she saw what the kinds of stuff that were in the car, it's just like this is camping gear. We can't carry this on a plane. And then we're like, well, that, and I, we told her that that's not possible. And the clothing we have is just really, really heavy coats that we're not going to need yeah. here. We're going to need in Patagonia. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, well, you know, you should have declared that on your form when you f flew on your airline. And it's like the question on the, the form said, like, do you have all of your equipment with, like, you. with you? And, you know, like our U.S. airline talk is like, don't leave your bags out of your sight. Yeah, so like, yes. And it, it, I thought about it. I was like, well, should we say that we have the car coming and all that stuff? It's like, well, that's in three weeks. Why would we say on this form that we're yeah. doing that? 
when very clearly we're going to have tons of paperwork to fill out at the port. No one else said anything about this. I think yeah, she was just... It was all BS. ...being annoying the deal for was, reasons unclear. The de- mm-hmm. uh, I think it's clear, too. So she, she knows that we were mad at her for delaying two days, and she was basically just making it look like she was being very meticulous and careful. Also, because I think she was under scrutiny from Bogota right now, yeah. specifically. You can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes yeah. magnificently. So at some point in the conversation... I say, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? And immediately all the people that are with us there, like the two agent guys from our uh, Columbia uh, customs brokers, both are like, you know, like, don't ask that. Yeah, don't say that. And they're like gritting their teeth. And then uh, we had a, a translator there that the. And Carol. And Carol, the agent that had done the inspection, everyone was just like, oh, don't ask that. And then. The director, and I don't know why, because it's like, let's talk about what's happening here. I, yeah. I want to hear, what's what's the deal here? What's going yeah. on? What's going to happen? Yeah. What could happen? And, and she's then, like, the possibility is that you could take your car, but you'll have to leave all your stuff here. Yeah, and I immediately go like, oh my gosh. And I am I thought I was hamming it up. I thought I was like, oh my gosh, this is, that would be so scary and like terrible. And I was trying to convey that. But apparently... Behind you. Maggie, just sitting a little bit behind me. I couldn't quite see her face. I wasn't sitting. I was standing. Oh, you were standing. Yeah, they didn't give me a chair. They gave you a chair. Oh, well. I wasn't invited to the table. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) In in Columbia, I think that makes sense. Oh, jeez. Anyway, (laughs) um, so I was like pretty upset, but not like crying upset. But when she said that, I was like, I bet I can make myself cry right now. Yeah. And I did. She did. Like not like boohooing, just my like I I've never done this before in my life, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it again. And in retrospect, not my greatest moment as a feminist. Oh uh, well, you got to play the play the <sighs> instrument that's given you. you anyway, know? I mean, in this I situation, that my that eyes fill up with tears, and then one tear ran down my face, and they all freaked out, and then all of a sudden, everything started looking better. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that's what I mean. Play the instrument they gave you. That's what they expect. That's what's going to work. You know, like, that. that's the tool to manipulate them in this situation. It's just one of those things, and, like, at the time, I was, like, so proud of myself, because I could feel the entire room change, and they were like, oh, my God, okay, nope, yeah. we're going to figure this out. And then all of a sudden, she was like, by 4 o'clock, I'll have this figured yeah, out. By well, 4 o'clock, I'll have it figured out. Everything's fine. Yeah, and she already was kind of saying, like, it's gonna. I'm not going to do that. I kind of got that vibe of, like, uh, it'll be fine. You know, like, I'm just saying that. Um, but there was nothing, there was no worries here. There was, like, no consideration that needed to be made and then it turned out to be exactly that we uh later that day we did get the signature finally at four o'clock and while that was happening um, i was standing there and i they had me sign this form three times three copies of it yeah um and it it had an explanation written on it that basically said exactly what we were saying and exactly it shows that exactly is in accordance with their rules it's like all of the goods are just for tourism they will be taking them out of the country Therefore, there is no problem. Yeah. And that's that was always the case, and so it was just three days of extra BS layered on top of the three-week delay we had already had. But thanks to our stupid fucking American shipping company, who started yeah. the whole problem by making us take that whole stupid manifest down, yep. having us report it, then reporting it incorrectly to our like the next shipping company that they sent it to and then never following up with us with phone calls or emails with the many numerous attempts Adam made to reach them. So fuck them. Fuck them forever. If I'm going to choose one person to be mad at in this whole situation, it's not Camilo. It's not even Directora Martha Gomez. It's them. (laughs) Yeah, we asked after we left in the morning and after talking to the customs agent where Maggie cried, we asked everyone... (laughs) Like, what are they talking about? I've never heard of anything like this because I I have done a ton of research and I've never heard there's any rule against bringing personal items in a shipping container. That's and it doesn't make any sense to say a car is not a personal item and the stuff inside is. It's just bullshit. I was like, what is going on here? And he's just like, it's because of this 529 thing. Because there was an exception thrown, she wants to be very meticulous. It's just because it says 529 pieces instead of one piece. If you just wrote one piece, they wouldn't. They would have looked in the car. But they would have just been like, oh, it's just, you know, it would have been up to the discretion of the agent. And the same thing would have happened. Like, oh, you're a tourist. I get it. Okay. But instead, the the director sees this paperwork and it's confusing and, un, uh, you know, it just doesn't fit into the box that they usually have. So, 
That's why I do I have want it. some credit for my fake crying moving things along. Uh, you get credit. And yeah. an Academy Award. Uh, I'm not authorized to give you that, but I, on, I can give you the credit. <laughs> they even mentioned you're crying later. I know when we were when signing I, it, he was like, just see, don't cry again. Because <laughs> I, I made some joke. I said, I, I told Maggie that they're going to let us have all our stuff except for her second pair of excessive boots. They're going to make her I leave those behind. I have one pair of boots. You have, t- you have high heel leather uh, they're not boots, but they're high they're heel leather shoes, and you have leather boots. Yes, they're both very fashionable, but <laughs> never have been worn. Anyway, that's not true. I've worn both yeah. of them. Yeah, one time. That's not true. One time because you were like, okay, I got to wear these sometime. I am going to take <laughs> the, the high heels home and leave them. There, so. Um. Anyway, so three hours after we get the signature about, about seven o'clock, um, mm. we get the car. Yeah, it... It, uh, everything moves slowly. And so I had entered the port. There's a lots of other side things about this. Uh, I had entered the port two other times before and both times there's, there was just always a shit show. First of all, you need to get like permission. It's like a permission slip. You need to have a stamp on it and it needs to be signed and it needs to explain everything. I, Adam Wolf, am entering the port to see my car with this VIN number, etc. Um, and every time there was a problem with that, that I had to go talk to the boss uh, or you know, have uh, our ship customs broker talk to the boss while I stood there stupidly and not following the conversation and nodding at the appropriate times. Um, so after all of that, the, then I would go back to the port and then I'd try to enter. I'd get past the guy that's checking the, the paperwork, but I'd get to the security guard and he'd be like, no, your boots, sus botas, like they're not strong. They don't have, uh, they're not steel-toed boots. You gotta, You can't come in. And then I'd have to do that whole thing again and go outside of the port, go back in. It, every time was just a huge, huge hassle. Same thing this time. We had to wait like 10 minutes just to get in. Then I'm waiting 10 minutes for a guy to come meet me. And then I, the guy takes me to somewhere else and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for every guy to come, every guy to bring keys. So it was just like. Yeah. So while Adam's doing all of this, which takes forever, uh, I was waiting outside the port because only one of us was allowed in. Um, with our customs broker who, as we were walking up to the port was like, be careful. There's just like a lot of thieves in this area. Yeah. Like they'll just grab your shit. And we're like, oh, okay. So I'm standing <laughs> outside with him and for like 20 minutes, he just left me. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Cause I was, I told him Maggie's worried about being here and he's like, oh no, no, I'm going to wait with her. He yeah. Said- he left for 20 minutes to go get a cigarette, came back smoking the cigarette. Uh, and then was like, I do CrossFit. <laughs> I was like, oh. Wait, he said that out of nowhere. Yes, it was like it wasn't like oh, oh, what are, you know. He's just making conversation, I guess, and like you know, <laughs> so we're chatting, and he's like, me gusta CrossFit. What? <laughs> I was like, really? How did he? Maybe he knew he could tell no, that you're good at overhead he had squats. No idea. I was like, we do CrossFit. He's like, really? Uh huh. What? And uh, that means, of course, because he lives in Santa Marta, and there's only one CrossFit yeah, gym. Yeah, so he that goes we went to, to that gym. gym. Yeah. yeah. So I even told him which wad we did there. Oh wow! And he was like, "I did that wad, but I did it at like five o'clock in the morning." And I was like, "You're a fucking crazy person." No, see, I think that's the sensible way to approach CrossFit when it <sighs> feels like hundred degree weather. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. so that was my favorite part of waiting. It was like, first of all, it just took like for it was like an hour of just standing there, being like, "I hope he's coming." Yeah. And then <laughs> twenty minutes of it being like, "Where?" And he didn't even say anything before he left. He just walked away, and I was like, "What?" Okay. Yeah. I'll just that stay sucks. here then. <laughs> it, it was a safer place. You were by myself while all these like. You were right at the entrance of the port where like. I know everything's on camera and it's well lit, but he yeah. he was kind of talking about. I the wasn't. Road. Yeah. Yeah. It was more just that he said he was gonna wait and then he just left me. Yeah. I think even if he'd just been like, "I'm gonna go look for a cigarette," I would have been like, "Oh, fine." Mm-hmm. But with like no word of where he was going, I was like, "Oh, I guess you're gone now." <laughs> hope adam's coming back yeah <laughs> i don't know how to get back <laughs> <laughs> no he was gonna come back because he we hadn't paid him yet so that's true i hadn't yeah. thought about that yeah he was he had his yeah. hooks into us yeah but we got shadow we did and it was pretty exciting and as soon as we got shadow i that all the anger from the previous day i couldn't really muster it up i was planning on raising a stink and refusing to pay the extra fees for parking the extra nights and all the extra bs that came about 
but it turned out those extra fees were only like 10 bucks oh really yeah oh that's great okay. so i wasn't gonna yeah you know, that's not really make, worth it make a scene and you know i kind of wanted to say like look we're paying you i think it was like 250 bucks we paid just him yeah and it's like you kind of you kind of cost us a day here can you pay for the hotel at least i, I just couldn't care because i was just yeah. so happy that yeah <laughs> we had the car and i was yeah. like it's 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 here all our yeah. stuff um completely fine it was rifled through in a weird way i'm i'm having a hard time placing whether I did that in the last minute because it had been, you know, more than five weeks since we saw the car. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. There were just some things placed in different but places. But everything's in there. It, yeah. I I think yeah. by now we would have noticed. I think everything's in there. We didn't yeah. go down through our 529 item list and try to find every single thing. But I'm pretty, well, we haven't noticed anything. Well, forks and all three spoons yeah. are in there. Yeah. So I think we're in Woo. good shape. So... Uh <laughs> And really, that's all that matters. The extra time now, we can't get it back. That sucks. We're kind of having to be a little bit rigid on our first few weeks of travel here because mm-hmm. we have a trip. We're going to fly back to San Francisco for Maggie's book launch. Doop-doo. And after that, we're going to have a complete open time and we yeah. can be really lax. But right yeah. now, we have to get to Bogota in two weeks or mm-hmm. two and a half weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so then we drove to Tayrona National Park. Yeah. Well, the the day, first of all, that morning, uh, we had a lot of stuff to do. Oh, God, that morning. You know, you hung I in there really well. blocked that morning. You did? No, you were I a trooper. I completely forgot that that happened. So it was an unpleasant day of logistics because we had to get gas, get car insurance, get groceries, get the propane tanks filled. Yeah. And it was just and none of it was coming up well practical. Well, <laughs> the propane of all things actually was the easiest. And I had done so much research about propane, just the decision to bring propane, because how do you do it? There's different connectors in every country, et cetera, et cetera. Is this a good idea depending on propane? And the ultimate solution I decided on was, yes, uh, what we're going to do is bring a lot We'll have a capacity to carry a lot of propane in two separate canisters, so we'll know when one is gone and be able to get that one filled up independently. Um, but here, it was very, very easy, which I knew. I, I expected Columbia. I, I had found very specific information, like outside of the town, there are places that will fill it for you. Um, the I other, made friends with the lady who worked there. She was really cool. I she was her. my favorite person you know, we've you met just, so far. You just get a good vibe sometimes. She and I people. had like a really strong eye contact, yeah. side eye game going while yeah. you and her husband were talking about how this was going to work. And you guys were both just explaining back and forth to each other the same thing. Well, and both of I us knew. were cued yeah. into it about five minutes before that conversation ended. I was pretty <laughs> sure he understood, but it is very important. that cause So we <laughs> remember the whole saga about getting the propane tanks officially cleared and emptied, which took a really long time. Um, it, the process of doing that is basically filling it with very highly pressurized air so that they appear to be brand new canisters. Uh, it's very, you have to purge the tank is what it's called before you fill a brand new propane canister. And I, he did not understand that term per God. He didn't understand that it wasn't the way that he talked but about he those types of saying, things. But he kept saying, yes, we'll empty it and then we'll fill it. Well, yes, we'll empty it and then we'll fill the it. Prob- yeah, the problem was I didn't know if that was the process. And so that's why I was yeah. like, okay, let me read the process in English and make sure the words that I do understand of what you're saying mesh with it. And he eventually did I did it. do that. And yeah. I was like, it's because it needs to be filled with just propane yeah. vapor and not the liquid propane yeah. first, and then you can just treat it like a normal canister. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's what I said like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. while all that's going on, his wife and I were yeah. making friends. Yeah, with your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> we were just eye talking. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Uh, um, so the propane, though, was propane it went, was fine. went down fine. It was very expensive. I think we paid 50 bucks to fill up 20 pounds of propane, but, you know, whatever. whatever. It's it, That's going to last us at least two months, and that's... That's great. That's taken care of. Yeah. That was easy. Insurance was such a pain in the ass because you have yeah. Colombian so the insurance. Night before we had tried to get insurance and they were like, oh, the place is closed. We we're yeah. like, oh, okay, fine. We'll come back tomorrow morning. Because um, we tried to get it first thing as soon as we got shadow. We're like, let's go get car insurance this very second. Because you're driving illegally. You're, yeah. you're not, if you get pulled over, you could get in pretty deep shit because yeah. you, you aren't driving without insurance. Yeah. You, you are, you're not safe. Yeah. So we tried. And it was just like, nope. Then we go back to the same place the next day and they're like, oh, we don't sell to foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's like, and they told me the name of another place that was yeah. across town. It's mm-hmm. like, go here. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. Every fucking business 
closes. in Columbia closes for two hours around lunch. And I, it's fine. You know, like it's a different thing. I am not used to it. And it is very frustrating. It's like you, it, you're, it's the middle of the day. You expect to be getting stuff done. But no, you nope. got to just factor in like noon to two. Most likely the place is closed. Yeah, unless they sell lunch, they're closed. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, we get there at like one thirty. We try to take care of other things. We don't have quite enough time to do stuff in the middle. So we're, we get there like half an hour early so I can be first in line, you know, so we can just chop, 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 you yeah. know, get it done. And then I get in there. They're like, oh, yeah, we normally, normally we can sell to you, but our computer system is not working. So, yeah. no. <laughs> this is, no, by the can't. way, our third attempt yeah. to get car insurance. So I was like, okay, where, where else can I go? And they're like, these two places. And one of them is another supermarket, and they're very likely not going to sell to foreigners also. So we go for a little bit further down the street and finally find a place that was just like very easy, you know, in and out. Um, but it, it took quite a few tries. Yeah. So that uh, was probably our biggest holdup. I think, then I think Columbia is the only country that we are going to be driving through, Maggie, mm-hmm. that requires specific insurance yeah uh, the w- some you can just buy from uh international companies that yeah. that support everything that's yeah. kind of like what we did with the uh, evacuation insurance right so we can buy insurance that's just that covers us auto for all the other countries yeah so it's just colombia that's a pain there's another one in central america but i don't know what it is i think it's maybe it's panama yeah um, so we're good on that yeah uh what else did we have to take care of I think that's it. When we got gas, that was a struggle. Everything's been kind of, that whole day was just like everything was a little bit harder than it needed to be. It's kind of the way Columbia is. Um, everything is hard. Like we got to, you know, every single thing that happens. It's like, oh, we got yeah. to a, a hotel. The water's not working. <laughs> we got to another hotel. <laughs> yeah. We checked into. Oh, uh, God. So <laughs> we. The night that we got shadow, we're like, well, we don't really have enough time because there's warning. Like, it's just not super safe to drive like late into the night here um, just because the roads aren't great condition and visibility is not great. So we're like, okay, so we go back to the hotel we were staying at in Taganga, which is 20 minutes outside of Santa Marta. And there's a room. We're like, perfect. And we're standing in the bathroom because that's like 50 percent of the space of these places. Um and I was like, what is that smell? Like something smells terrible. And I'm you like, accused huh. me. I know. You're like, I did. You, <laughs> I, like, I think you it's Adam. stink. <laughs> Your shirt. And it made sense because I was standing in brutal hot sun yeah. wearing these pants. That and are to be fair, pants. your armpits were pretty stinky. Anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We actually pinned it on me. Source. So yeah. you, you, you smelled my shirt that was, was hanging like, up. And you're like, oh, that's good. pretty stinky. But uh, then you smelled me and you're like, oh, yeah, it's you. <laughs> but it like, wasn't. It wasn't him. Because then later. It was like a day old shit. When she was asking, we were both standing in the bathroom. Um, later, I, I, you know, go to use the toilet, and I'm like, "Oh, I see where that smells coming from." And there's a day-old shit in the toilet somehow, um, and I try to flush it, and it's clogged. And so, so we had to just, change rooms. Just churns the whole, the whole soup. It really it just, just a, kicked it up. It gave, gave me it that, really you know, <laughs> that that heart race moment where you see the. The level of the poop water rising and yes. rising and rising. You're like, uh, how how high is it gonna everybody go? Everybody evacuate, <laughs> which is what we did. Yeah, and so, you know, then I well, I tried. I went up and talked to the guy, and there's a night guy at this hotel who's oh, basically God. worthless. He couldn't find the wine opener. They sell wine in the rooms, so like, what? The, was, you have a wine opener anyway, but he couldn't find the plunger. <laughs> like, there, he was like, I guess we don't have a plunger. It's like, come on, you have seven rooms at this place. You don't yeah. have a plunger, yeah. but he couldn't find it. Um, so we had to change rooms. It was fine. Uh, Whatever. So then the next morning after, or after all the shit we talked about, we drove out to Tayrona National Park, which is, uh, in the rainforest. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It was hard. It was hard to, hard to be there. I think is when I lost it. (sighs) Yeah. Maggie's. Maggie, you know, it's adjust. There's adjustment periods, so, I think, to these types of things. We we I, have been in hotels for a month, right? And I was yeah. like, Maggie, you know, it's gonna be great when we get shadow, but we're we're going back to camping right. in pretty hot temperatures. And to be fair, this trip now represents the bulk of camping I've done in my life. Yeah, like yeah. I, the most times I'd gone camping in my life were after having met Adam. Yeah, you're. She's a good camper, though. Maggie's okay. a good. I'm camper. I'm a good camper in California, where the weather is temperate and everything <laughs> is lovely. Yeah. Uh, but it's, 
in case you were wondering what it's like to camp in a jungle, uh, not great. It's not great. It's <laughs> and the Caribbean coast is the hottest part of Colombia. So, so it was 90 degrees, probably feels like 102. It was 80% humidity 80% still. humidity. Um, and it and rained. It started raining when I needed to cook dinner. And then, because I cook dinner, Madam makes breakfast. Because um, Maggie... Does not like making breakfast. Doesn't like getting up early. <laughs> and she doesn't like cleaning the dishes at night, I think is the real reason. She doesn't like cleaning I dishes. I think it's more about waking up. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, um... And you always wake up before me anyway, so... It makes sense. Annoying. It makes sense. Yeah. Except I like to cook dinner sometimes, you okay. know, but... Well, anyway, we can take this conversation offline. Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it's like raining, just <laughs> uh, super hot, and everything's sticky, and there's like just mosquitoes everywhere, so I have to be just like covered in DEET, which means like anything that itches, I can't touch... Cause I'm covered in DEET and I can't get it on my hands cause I'm cooking and yeah, like, yeah, that's a problem. Oh God. And just, and I don't even know if it's necessarily that night of camping's fault, but like cumulative stress from the week into it of just like the so emotional run around the rosy with the fucking car. I have a thought technology for this to describe the situation. It comes from the legend of Zelda Ocarina of time. You get a horse in that game, and when you ride around on the horse, you can you know you can press a button that uses one of your hayas, and it causes your horse to go quite fast in a little short burst. And I think there's little carrots on the screen to reflect how many hayas you have. So in, yeah. a, in a tight situation, you can press the button and you go haya, and you go fast, and you can get out of that situation. Well, I'd say having our car held up in Cartagena used our first haya, having it held up in, in uh, Santa Marta the first time, second, third, fourth, because it got held up so many different times, and we're just there in flux waiting. And then we're getting into camping in the jungle, and it starts raining on Maggie. And I feel like that was the last high off. Maggie's horse could not. Well, I've also like been low level sick for yeah, about two and a being, half weeks. Being sick, being so sick. like my base level high Like if normally yeah. I have five, I've been working with four. Oh no, you're you're down to like you you've been down to like one to zero high yes, and the the rain <laughs> while you're trying to cook and being very very hot and in the middle hot. of the jungle. Yeah. We're camping in a parking lot because there's oh no yeah, that was the other thing is we <laughs> had to camp in a gross parking lot where it's like none of the benefits of being in nature, which is like solitude and quiet and the sounds of animals. At night, come on! At night, there was no one there. It was, no, it was we still could still quiet. hear reggaeton when we were cooking while I was cooking. Yeah, but I mean, when we were going to bed, it was well, pretty by the desolate. Time we went to bed, and calm. it was fine. But and like in the, morning, in the hours leading into it, yeah. there was still like the security guy was just there listening to music on his cell phone, hella loud, and yeah. like that's a very common thing here. Just people yeah. playing music through their speakerphone, which is so, so annoying. Don't you have anyway. headphones that they come with <laughs> the phone? <laughs> like I don't need any like yeah. new Apple <laughs> jackless headphones. Well, Look that, what I can do. Yeah. Look at this. It just wireless. Plays. They have wireless music. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so it <laughs> and I, I lost it. Yeah. We had our first like I hate this trip moment, right? We're just like, this is too much. Yeah. And that's I totally expected that would happen. I'm sure I'm gonna get to that point too. I think I it's a real thing. I would make it a little bit longer before I completely lost it's, it. It's been really hard. <laughs> We're f- we're just now getting to the point where you can start to recharge your yeah. hayas, but it's not going to be comfortable in the way that we're used to because it's no. so hot in Colombia. Well, and it's not just that. It's also like every kind of comfort that I'm used to. Like I'm pretty socially fluid. Like typically you can put me anywhere and I can kind of chat my way through it and things will be okay. Um, not so here. <laughs> also, being a really chatty female yeah is not like it's just not responded to as well like i'm having to learn completely new social norms and like my go-to game just doesn't work so like every interaction i have is different and like kind of i don't want to say stressful but like it's never quite what i expect and just culturally it seems like confrontation is much more normal here like there are so many more just like basic interactions that are handled like confrontations which to me is like very 
like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Like, yeah. walking, am I just being simple rude? Things. Walking <laughs> like, down the it's street. It's like, nope, that's just how it works. You got to like, <laughs> you got to posture. There's a lot of posturing. Yeah. Like walking down the Which street. Which I'm just not used like, to because like typically if I'm walking down the street, it's like, oh my goodness, let me step to the side and make yeah. sure I don't accidentally bump you. Ooh, <laughs> let me Ma- dance around and make sure we don't bump shoulders. Yeah. What to do? Maggie <laughs> and I had an argument, I think, when we were in Cuba. Because I was just like, you gotta stop giving way so much. Like, there's a lit the the cross uh, the way the pedestrian path is one and a half people wide. So when yeah. you come to somebody coming the other way, Maggie would just immediately step off the curb. Yeah. Where you have one option: step off the curb or stop and like kind of turn your torso and let them pass. Or which you know, is what I always do. It, it, no, you always just like jump off the curb and walk around. And I'm like, there's it's yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. Like there's cars coming by really fast, yeah. and you know so. It, you gotta, you have to like make really confrontational eye contact and be like, I'm not gonna stop. Are you gonna stop? All right. We're both gonna go then. Are you ready? Anyway. Here we go. We're gonna pass each other. Yeah. There's right. the added thing I think that I have that maybe a lot of other American travelers wouldn't have where everyone assumes mm-hmm. I'm from here. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's extra just like bewildering and annoying to people when I don't act exactly uh, correct I, I think it's so hard to quantify that because we can't really par- i think you're absolutely right but we can't parse like what's the normal reaction to women what's the normal reaction to foreigners yeah what's the normal reaction to foreigner women and then what's the normal reaction to Colombian, local women local women <laughs> yeah and i think you're read i you're think right. i'm a radar jammer because it's yeah. like i come up and i look like i should be able to do it i think i speak with like an okay enough accent that they're like oh you're it's you're latina what's your problem yeah and then there, it's like clear I don't have the vocabulary. It's clear that I don't have like the norms down. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I Ironically, I had this when I went to Japan as well. Yeah. Where it's like, I look Japanese enough that they're like, what is wrong with you? At least you're, it was more appropriate there. I know, at least like, it's yeah. legit there. <laughs> like, you're Japanese, right? Yeah. But It's like, yeah, I am. I'm just a disgrace. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so that's been like an interesting thing that's just constant where it's like, yeah. what is wrong with you? It's really hard. Like, I think there's no way for us to know. We're just going to have to get used to it. Maybe yeah. the right thing might be like, just say like, I am not Colombian. Like as your first yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, they I'm all not think Colombian. you're Brazilian. Have you noticed that? You've gotten that like two or three times now. Yeah. Which well, I think is interesting. Yeah, I guess. I'm not used to just so much like, what are you talk? Like, first of all. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> are you Brazilian? Yeah. What, what are we working with here? What are we working with here? So, <laughs> anyway, so by the time we got to Tayrona, it had all kind of added up, and I lost it, and I was like, I hate this trip. <laughs> I don't have any of my tools. Everything's uncomfortable. I've been sick for two and a half weeks in, like, several different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is hard. Everything's hard. Nothing is easy. Yeah. It's just... Um, so, then the next day, we... <laughs> Uh, took a horseback ride, which was super unpleasant. Yeah. Don't. So if you ever visit Tayrona, and I feel like but typically hold- we don't have a ton of recommendations. It's like, oh, well, you know, here's what we learned. Here's a time where I'd say hard and fast. If you ever visit Tayrona, don't fucking take any of the horses out. Just hike. It's well, a really difficult hike. Hold but on, hold on, hold on. Tayrona is a national park. Yeah. Parque Nacional Tayrona. Yeah. And it is... Uh, this big swath of jungle and slight beaches. mountains and beaches. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful beaches. beaches. So it's an amazing national park. It's very, very beautiful. Um, but it is rainforest and it's not ideal and for camping in the rainy rain season. season. Yeah, rainy season. Um, so that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the horseback. So they're like, take horses. And it's like a thing that's recommended because... It's like a two-hour hike out to the first beach that you can actually swim in because the current, the undertow is so powerful uh, that you can't swim in most of the beaches. They're beautiful. And I was, skeptical. but you could die. I was, I was skeptical of that because you know it's like, oh, I, you know, I surfed in San Diego. I know how to fight the waves. But no, the thing is, real. the waves are breaking on the shore, like where you would stand to like dip your toes in. The waves Big, are tall like waves standing too. up and breaking like like walls directly on the beach. So I was like, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. Like, yeah. there's, it does have a really strong pull outward and undertow, and uh, probably also I hear the huge riptide. So mm-hmm. hundreds of people have died at the beaches, and there's red flags all over them. Yeah, when it's like not safe to swim. Yeah, very rarely. Always... Yeah, it seems like <laughs> a lot of those beaches is just like always not yeah. safe to swim. 
Um, so we took a hor- the horses out on the way there, and they're like, "You're gonna have a guide." We're like, "Perfect." We assume he's gonna be on a horse. And we took we decided to do the horses because mostly we're like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this park with us. Let's hike, and, but we don't have very much time. Yeah. Let's save a little bit of time." Yeah. But the horse ride, the, there was a guide with us, and the guide was walking. Which just makes you feel like the biggest, dumbest, yeah. big, dumb idiot in so, the whole world. Right. So you're just being carted around on a horse, and uh, someone could easily move at that pace. Not easily, I guess, but he, you know, he wasn't he kept sweating. Up fine. Yeah, he was in shape for doing this, obviously, yeah. but we're in okay shape. We could probably have done the same speed, not on horseback, <sighs> not looking like dumb tourists being carted just around. Big, dumb idiots. Big bags of meat, just having the horses hate our lives hate their lives because of us us. hate us adam's horse tried to lose him yep (laughs) yeah and i uh my horse was just a bitch yeah your horse was not having it It did not like other horses seemed like it had a limp too it was sad so it just i everything about it was awful like it was mean to the horses it was not pleasant for us it was not pleasant for the guy who had to walk our fat asses on the horses out there the guy's just standing behind (laughs) us the whole time going music on his phone that was like the noise like <laughs> and then trying they to get pick, them to move. Um, a stick up and then they were thwacking it against stuff yeah. to remind the horse. So it's like clearly they've been trained in kind of a scary way because just the sound of it freaks them out. Yeah. Anyway, um, not a great situation. Were not happy. We were not happy. The guy was not happy. Nobody was happy. Don't take the fucking horses. Just suck it up. And I didn't and have a shirt on either. And I didn't realize it was going to take that long because the guy BS'd us. I was like, how long is, is it on horse? He's like, oh, 15 minutes. No, he said 50. Oh, you just misheard him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's how long it took. Yeah. Yeah, it took about 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it took like exactly 50 minutes, which is exactly what the guy told us. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Okay. I would have put a shirt on yeah. had I known that. <laughs> I was like, oh, 15 minutes. All right, I'm not going to fuss with this. Let's go. Yeah. No, no, nope. not a good idea. So the other bad side was right when we first get to the horses, I see one that's smaller and I was like, oh, I'll get on that one because Adam's bigger. And I get on it and they're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Which one of you is better at riding horses? I and like, I, well, it's like Adam's first time. I yeah, I did it on when I was a kid, but it was always just kind of like, okay, everyone follow in a line, and yeah. it's very tame. No, and like I actually rode horses till I was in like seventh grade, I think. Like I'd go every Saturday with my mom and my sister, and we'd go ride like the prim English equestrian brokeback style. No, opposite. No. no. Yeah. Okay. Um, like the really prissy kind where like you hold both reins and you hold them in, you hold the horse's face in and it's just like exactly the opposite did of what you, they do. Did you there. think I said bareback style? Broke back. Oh, that's the, okay. Yeah. Dumb joke. Either way, it's a dumb joke. No <laughs> 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 matter which way you, which way you play it, it's, it's right. a dumb joke. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so it took me a little bit of time of adjustment cause I hadn't ridden a horse in years and also riding Western is different and you have to give the horse like a lot more rain and my horse was unpleasant and yeah. was like clearly angry at other horses all the time mm-hmm. anyway so we did get out to uh playa piscina which is mm-hmm. the beach where you can swim and it was beautiful yeah and the water was the perfect temperature oh, it was so nice when we were in belize the water was so warm that it wasn't necessarily a relief to get yeah. in the water yeah here it was just the perfect, was perfect contrast to like 90 degree weather it was yeah. like 70 degree water i think yeah it's like oh yes and it's like gorgeous picturesque picturesque beaches mm-hmm. um so that was really nice and then we hiked back and we saw lots of wildlife we saw tons of wildlife and we saw hella monkeys yeah that was really cool it's sometimes a, a sad situation in these parks because humans will start giving food to the monkeys and the monkeys are smart and they learn that this is the best way to get things from the humans and they start mobbing humans when they see them and they can actually become like pretty bad pickpockets because they're very fast and clever um and it it just sucks when you see nature kind of like perverted that way these monkeys were the perfect balance of not really giving a fuck about humans not necessarily trying to come towards us but not trying to avoid us being scared of us either yeah so we had seen monkeys the previous day which was my first time ever seeing monkeys and i was very excited but the second day uh we saw them again right where we camped like kind of distantly but on our hike back one just came and was like chilling and eating right in 20 feet away from us just hanging and putting on the show yeah Yeah. it was really cool so we saw that and we saw a marmot it's not actually called a marmot. That's oh, really? just a joke. Yeah. Oh. Marmots are like an Amer- like a northern American it's thing. It's the same it's kind of thing though. Same kind of like hairy mammal size. It's like a big Oh no, yeah, you're right. It's not a marmot. Yeah. That's it's like that's a the thing from Big Lebowski. Tapir right? or something. 
Yeah. And that wasn't a marmot either. That was a he, fair or a weasel. That was That's the a joke. joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, nice uh, marmot. Nice marmot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Before we. Yeah. And we, we saw declare. leaf cutter ants and like a billion different crazy brightly colored lizards. The ants were really cool. You'd see these cool. giant highways of ants carrying mostly leaves. Some one was ripping. They were just ripping apart this huge log. Yeah. That had started to deteriorate, and there you'd just see them carrying little chunks of it. I don't yeah. know what they're gonna do with it, but first step building. <laughs> yeah. First step, collect leaf. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Tirana was. Ultimately, really beautiful and absolutely worth visiting, but camping in it in rainy season it's is hard. really tough yeah. uh, for beginning campers. Yeah, um, And I think a lot of people who have these kinds of adventure mo- mobiles have kind of a more clearly delineated inside space than we have. Because we uh, have the room and we have the tent, um, but they're both mesh. But if you looked at like, the, so the people that we made friends with in customs have like a camper on yeah, the back of their But they don't have air truck. conditioning in their camper. No, no, not, not air thing. conditioning, but they can close the door and it's like they're truly mm. inside. Yeah. yeah. We, we did not have any such thing. So it was like a weird, I've never been cold and sticky at the same time, which is what happened in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, the temperature did get cold enough that it, we needed sleeping bags. Yeah. Uh, but only at around four in the morning I woke up and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm cold, okay. Let me grab my sleeping bag now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was a thing. So now we're in Rio Acha. Um, yeah, we're at the edge of a another dilemma. Not a big one. Uh, well, we not wanna... a dilemma, just a quandary. <laughs> okay. Well, a dilemma is a problem. It's oh, like, this isn't a problem. It's a good. It's a good dilemma. Yeah, this is a, a question. Quandary. Like, if we'd like to reach La, do you know the Punta name? Gallina? Punta Gallina, um, and that's the northernmost point. Of South America. We mm-hmm. think it'd be kind of cool to be like, all right. Adam thinks it would be. I, okay. He ha- like wants to take a pee there or something and then do it again <laughs> at like the bottom of I South America. And be like, ha I own this continent now. I want to stand <laughs> on the, the northernmost point and throw my arms wide and scream, I'm the king of the world. Don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, but it'd be cool to uh, for me go there and be like, OK, we're at the northernmost point of South America. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the southernmost point. Now. Yeah. But apparently it's about five hours through a very, very desolate desert. Potentially with, impassable. Yeah. And there's lots of river crossings on these paths and they're not, there's no, you can't have any certainty that everything will be open to you and the trail is hard. Usually you go with a guide. So today's task is actually, we're in the big city that's kind of like the edge of that desert mm-hmm. region. Um, so there should be tour agencies here and we're going to try to gather information yeah. about like, how, how can we do this? Can we do this alone? Can we not do it alone? Okay. If we cannot do it alone, do we hire somebody else in a different car to caravan with us? Cause we're yeah. definitely not leaving shadow behind. No, definitely not. Um, um, and the other thing that we can do while we're here is go see flamingos. Yeah. That's the uh, big draw for Maggie and I'm, I'm down. It sounds, just like sounds really cool. It's how big of size of a flock? They said that it's like. It'll be like 2,000 at a time. Yeah, 2,000 flamingos just chilling. fucking cool. Yeah. Flamingos feel like make-believe. I think that's why I'm so excited to see where they actually exist. Because like when you see them in a zoo, you're like, that's adorable. Everything here is kind of fake and artificial because you're in a zoo. Mm -hmm. So whatever. There's no way that this is a real thing that exists in the world. I really want to see. Like, they're so improbable. How is it possible that something evolved to be a flamingo? (laughs) Pink bird with... Long, long legs. With those like, like ridiculously impractically long legs. Well, but they st- all they do is just stand in a s- in the swamp and pick at things. So I know. It no, it totally to like makes sense. I, I understand rationally that they exist. Yeah. But I'm really excited to go see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go see them do their thing. Yeah, which is, I guess, just standing there. Yeah, <laughs> that's our next move. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, we got here late last night, so we got a hotel, mm-hmm. and there was no water. <laughs> we like we we haggle. There's no water, and so Maggie's up in the room alone. When the water came on, and the way I could tell that it started coming coming on is I'm gonna move my face a little bit farther from the microphone in a second. It's because I hear like for like a minute straight. I was like, what the fuck? And then I heard what sounded like the toilet flushing itself. So then I took a video of it. Actually, it's pretty hilarious. It's just like the bathroom just being haunted, coming to life. Yeah. 
<laughs> so there's water now. But man, yeah. it was a dramatic moment when it came back. Yeah, because there's lots of air in the pipes, I think, and it's just like screeching. And so good. All right. Should we get into our three Bs? Let's do it. What's your choice for beautiful? My beautiful choice is a little weird. I don't think people would typically describe a shipping yard and all its <laughs> operations as beautiful. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. I, I We don't exactly have like a, a neato category, so I'm going to lump it in here. Mm-hmm. But just seeing all of the containers being moved by these giant crane claw things that grab them and put them here and yeah. there. Um, and there's these enormous grain silos, which kind of pissed me off because our car was coated with flour, it seems like. Not our car is not gluten free right now. Oh my god, settle but down. There's this like <laughs> conveyor belt that spans probably 200 yards, like two football fields, yeah, upwards at like a 30 degree angle from where the boats park all the way up to these enormous, like 10, 20 story tall grain silos. And just seeing all this stuff like happening while I'm standing there waiting for 20 minutes was pretty cool. I tried yeah. to take pictures, but you're not it's allowed to, and I didn't want. Another reason to lose the car. Yeah. Like, oh, did you take a picture? All right, we're just going to crush your car and use it for scrap. <laughs> so I was a little afraid, but um, beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful uh, machinery. Okay. Uh, I'm into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I would definitely choose the beaches at Tayrona, which are... Over the shipping yard, really? Well, I was outside <laughs> of the shipping yard just being worried. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Literally, like, just running around in circles. Um, but the beaches at Tirona are so beautiful that even at the complete end of my rope, it was impossible to be in a bad mood while sitting on the beach because it was so beautiful. You got a hiyah back from the beach, I, I think. Did, just yeah. seeing the beach, you got you went from zero hiyahs back to one, one. <laughs> and then you promptly used two hiyahs getting back to the, the campsite. It was worth it. It rain. was like, it was a tough hike, but yeah, yeah, that wasn't so bad. I didn't mind the hike so much, even though it was like... A real physical right. test. We didn't mention we took the horses out, and then we're like, "Fuck this! We're not taking the horses." <laughs> we we walked back, yeah. and it was it was a hard hike. It was harder than I expected. It was up the and down, was, just like a lot. The way it was described was like forty five minutes, and that would be really really ran, hard. Yeah, that would be a really you were really hard. A champion of the world. Yeah, trail running you could do it in like twenty or thirty, but running you'd have to be in really really good shape. Oh god, yeah. walking it was tough. Yeah. I threw out my back a little. <laughs> I missed a step Mag- and threw out my back. Maggie just, there was like a step that fell down like two inches or three inches. Just enough for her to not notice it. But <laughs> enough for her to like expect the step at a certain height and not have it. And it hurt her back. <laughs> that's it. Like I felt, that's, yeah. I am so old and pathetic now. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. It I think like, once I you think... hurt your back walking, <laughs> you've reached middle age. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> There should have been some confetti for that moment. Congratulations, you're yeah. middle-aged. Anyway, brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, brutal for me was the multiple times I had to wait outside in the port um, because not only do they make you wear a hard hat, they make you wear pants. And we mentioned it's 100-degree heat. The only pants I have are these really, really thick hipster jeans, you know, selvage, whatever, fabric very thick gauge, not meant for this yeah. climate. And so I sweat probably a liter of water just standing there. It was disgusting. Oh my God, and can we talk about hard. Adam's sweat for a second? So what, what a, when we hiked back, Oh, I Adam, still, that shirt is still in that closet Adam right there. Adam was wearing a shirt. It still hasn't dried. It's disgusting. Yeah, no, I had a shirt. The whole 100% thing is soaked, soaked through. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. And I don't know what to do uh. with it at this point. I, it might have ruined it. I'm gonna try to wash it, but yeah, it's, just wash it. I know, yeah, but oh, okay. I, I just feel like it's it's so tainted at this yeah, point that it's it, pretty gross. It might be over the hill. Um, so, but my choice for brutal, I have so many to choose from. Mm-hmm. I think is probably waking up at two o'clock in the morning while we were camping in Tayrona and realizing like I really just wasn't gonna go back to sleep. And having, you know, that thing where it's like, you really can't sleep. You just have to make the decision. Like you're awake now. That's what's up. And I like read for two hours. Oh, I hope you didn't feel like I was being dismissive. I woke up and I was like, oh, you're awake. You're reading. 
you know, like, that was like, oh, well, that makes sense. And I, I, I was trying, I was like half asleep because we went no, to bed. I didn't, at, I didn't care. Oh, uh, we went to sl- bed at 8.30. And so when you go to bed really early. Because <laughs> the sun goes down. Yeah. The sun, uh. One thing that's really cool that I, I learned recently is that because we're close to the equator, it, we, the sun always rises and sets at the exact same time yeah. every day. So like 6.30, it's dark, you know, and yeah. at 5.45, the sun's up. Yeah. So it, it's cool to have that kind of consistency. I'm not used to it. Um, yeah. But. But that's when you my go, choice for brutal because yeah. like it was a terrible combination of being like sticky and gross and like but also starting to get cold and so I had to like pull the sleeping bag up but it would like catch on my skin because my skin was sticky <laughs> so it was like this gross just like oh god I'm really just stewing in it now yeah. just cold brewing in the in here this is disgusting the ideal when camping is to sleep through the night yes definitely yeah um so there was that uh bizarre uh bizarre is just how do you leave a day old shit in a toilet (laughs) when you're like you're ostensibly you're cleaning the room right you're cleaning the room how do you miss a big old poop in the toilet that really smelled it was odiferous yeah i don't just you know not not even mad. I'm impressed. Like how <laughs> how did this happen? What what anyway. series of events yeah. led to this? Uh, I don't know what my bizarre is. Maybe my hitherto unknown ability to make myself cry. Oh, I have never done that before, and I don't think I'll probably ever do it again. Because I'll be honest, the farther away I get from it, the dirtier I feel. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a little like oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Okay. It well, did work in this particular case. It, it was case. pretty clutch, I feel like. <laughs> it was effective. It really turned the tide, I think. In <laughs> that was it. Anyway, at least I spent my one dirty, manipulative, lady emotion thing on something useful. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it was too bad. I think you actually felt those feelings. I was mad, but I wasn't like going to cry about it. And honestly, if we did lose all our stuff... That would be a huge thing. It and would be a huge thing, but like... I don't know if I'd cry. I think yeah. I'd just be pissed. I would be so angry. Yeah. But we put so much time into yeah. planning the stuff, uh, yeah. and which I told them, but I really don't think they, they understood. They didn't care. It's just like, oh, there's some stuff But in they there. didn't want me What's crying the in their deal? office anymore, so we got our stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us um, on Instagram at Let's Not Panic. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who chatted with us when we were complaining about not getting shadow mm-hmm. and then our triumphant getting shadow video back video, we felt very like first we felt a lot of solidarity with our anger and our annoyance. And then we just felt like everyone was partying with us when we were so excited to get yeah. the car back. It's so, very, I was taken aback by it. Yeah. Thanks for being our friends. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I was very touched. Um, so you can see pictures from our trip on let's not panic, uh, and we'll put up a new one to announce this episode. Yeah. It's a good place to talk about the episode and yeah. send us questions. I'm yeah. sure we missed, I think we missed a couple well, we questions. We also have a contact form, yeah. um, on our website at www.letsnotpanic.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably the best place to send longer questions that you may have or comments. Um, cause then it doesn't have to relate to the picture. I feel like sometimes people are like. Hmm. you know want it to be related anyway doesn't matter you can send us whatever questions you have there um and you can also subscribe to us and review us on itunes yeah we really appreciate it when you do that we do Mm -hmm. um and i think that's it that's it thank you uh, for listening yeah we'll be back next week with more oh here's the thing if we go to punto punta gallina It'll be a minute. Like it could be more than a week before we get another podcast up because it's pretty desolate and depending on things like Wi Fi is like kind of silly. Yeah, this is our last good Wi Fi for a while, but it could be. Um but if we go in the other direction, if it turns out we can't get to Punta Gallina. Yeah. We're gonna head south from yeah. here then. So. Um so it could be a hot second before we have another podcast up. I think that's always gonna be true though. I think people are gonna understand. We're gonna have lots of desolate stretches so yeah but this is the first time because we finally have shadow back and we're driving through south america now yeah it's gonna be great anyway we are free thank you for listening thanks for listening guys
This is what it sounds like where we are. What the fuck?